every morning. Arabile Gomede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. It's 23 minutes after 7. ESCOM expects to make a wider 20 billion rand loss in the current financial year and one steeper tariff hikes than it previously sought. The CEO also said that uh, government should consider injecting extra capital into ESCOM to help it cope with what he said were low electricity tariffs. And to tell us a little bit more about what happened uh, yesterday is Antoinette Slabash, who's a journalist at MoneyWeb. Antoinette, perhaps uh, you can give us some uh, information with regards to to how did we get to this larger forecast loss than what was previously uh, indicated to us? Good morning, Natasha. Yes, uh, I think at the later hearing to Israel, that was quite extraordinary when the CFO said this year they predict a 20 billion loss and this year, even if they get the tariff increase, a 19, actually almost a 20 billion loss as well. And um, what he said is, is that ESCOM is really in deep trouble. And he emphasized that um, the auditors with the lowest financial results uh, highlighted the, the concern about ESCOM's um, going concern status. And he said if there's no relief and ESCOM continues on this path, then they might even be in a position where they will have to uh, file the uh, financial results on a liquidation basis. Uh, he, he appealed to the um, to NASA to uh, understand the seriousness of ESCOM's financial position. And the big problem there is that sales are flat, costs are increasing, and especially the cost of borrowing. Uh, ESCOM does not even get enough cash to pay the um, to make the daily payment every month. Right. And I know um, Arthur said that um, they will actually, I, th- I think if I'm not mistaken, they're opposing that last-minute change ESCOM has made to its tariff application. From your perspective, will it make any difference at this stage? Uh, the opposition to the, to the application, yeah, uh, there were several uh, uh, parties that criticised ESCOM for these last-minute changes, but you sort of between a rock and a hard place. Uh, does the regulator allow the, the um, flawed assumptions and just, you know, approve uh, something, uh, approve an increase based on flawed assumptions? Or does it uh, ask ESCOM to correct the assumptions, knowing that stakeholders uh, uh, won't have time to really address those changes, you know, and comment? Because these things are very technical. You have to prepare, you have to study. It takes a lot of time to go through the application in detail, to, to check whether you agree with it, and to formulate a position. And many of these bodies represent different stakeholders. For example, Bursa, they represent a wide variety of stakeholders. So they also have to consult these stakeholders before they can formulate a position. Now, how do you do that if, you know, the day before the last hearing, there are fundamental changes? But ECOM has been criticized over a long period for the way they, for example, forecast sales. They are too optimistic. And yesterday, some of the regulator members were very critical of ESCOM. For example, Mr. Jacob Medici, he said to ESCOM, you know, 
Israel was founded in flat since 2007. But it seems as if it's business as usual on your side. You don't reduce the size of your business as any other business would do if the sales are flat or shrinking. You just continue to to, to build your business and grow your business. Um, and can consumers be expected to pay for that? The Nelson Mandela Day uh, business chamber, they actually represented a lot of other business chambers as well. They criticized the capital scheme. They said, you have excess capacity, uh, granted the capacity does not perform as it should. You know, you're not getting the, the energy out of those power stations that they should deliver. But in stored capacity, you have more than enough. But you are building more and more power stations. You are continuing with spending on the DPNP ceiling and the RTC development is continuing. We should stop the capital spending, guys. So there was very strong views, and, and ESCOM was criticized a lot for, for the low energy availability at their power stations as well. Right. When are we expecting NERSA to make its final decision with regards to this tariff request? Uh, the decision should be available around the end of March because it has to be um, uh, uh, inserted in the municipal budget process. Uh, so, you know, the, the municipalities should know what the income increase is for them to know what their increases should be. Uh, and those budgets have to be approved by the end of May, but it's quite a process that it has to be, go through before it gets to the point of approval. Antoinette, thank you so much for your time. That's Antoinette Slabert, who's a journalist at MoneyWeb. And I'm just looking at an article that is on the Money website with regards to what is happening with ESCOM. Of course, it's titled, ESCOM Sees 20 Billion Rand Full Year Loss and Seeks Higher Tariff Hikes. And in the article, uh, there is a quote from uh, CEO Pagamani Hadebe, who told the mining conference in Cape Town, that is the mining in Daba, that government should consider splitting up the utility. And he used a very interesting term in order to describe that splitting up Arabile. He called it functionally unbundling. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that makes any sense. If that's just words used to just, you know, sort of try and aid the story. It doesn't actually say <laughs> anything, though, does it? Or maybe just ease the fact that we are breaking this thing up as we've been talking about over the past year or so. But this is a nicer way of saying this is what we're doing. I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make full-on sense. But anyway. All right, let's have a look at news headlines.